Welcome to Setting Captives Free podcast, where we talk about how to experience gospel freedom. Romans 6-7 says, For one who has died has been set free from sin. On today's broadcast, Mike Cleveland, founder of Setting Captives Free, shares how you can experience the freedom purchased for us by Jesus Christ at the cross. Hi everyone, I'm Jody Cleveland and I'm here today with my new friend and sister in Christ, Diane. And Diane, where are you're from England? So how are you doing today? And how I'm are great, you? thank you. <laughs> yeah, good, good, excellent. Well, I'm so glad that you could be here and share your story. So we'll get right into it. You came to Setting Captives Free and you took the A United Front course. And the yes. A United Front course is a course written for the spouses of those who are um, struggling with sexual impurity of some kind, right? And so uh, it starts with the purity boot camp and goes on to the purity follow-up. And um, these courses were written by my husband and they were sort of born out of his own experience of seeking freedom through the power of the cross, uh, freedom from sexual impurity. And God brought that freedom to his life and he wanted to share it with everybody. So that's why he wrote the courses. And then... Um, for my side of it, I wrote a United Front for the same reason, right? I, the content that I found when we were going through this in the beginning was mostly talked about the problem and not so much about the solution or not so much about what I could do to be a help in the, in their finding freedom. A lot of what I found just was like, that's their problem and they need to deal with it. And I, I didn't feel like that was true. So, um, yeah. And, and the scriptures I felt like taught me, I was, I'm a helper. I'm supposed to be a helper. Right. So, um, yeah, yeah I wrote this course. So you came to the course and tell us a little bit about that and what that initial experience was like for you. Yes. Um, my husband started doing the, the, um, uh, purity boot camp. I asked him to do it after he'd disclosed, um, some sexual sin to me. And, um, uh, um, he asked me if I would do the course. I think it had flagged it up to him that we, I could do it. Right. And he said, would you do it with me? So I said I would. But I wasn't happy to do so because I thought, why should I? You know, I haven't done anything wrong. And uh, why should I commit to doing thir a 30-day course when, you know, I've got all of these other things to do, etc., etc." And I think that a little bit of pride kicked in, a little bit of... Um, uh, uh, I was still dealing with anger and unforgiveness, I think, at the time uh, as well. And, um, you know, I, I sort of just thought, no, you do the course. You've done the, the sin. You do the course. Right. Uh, and I felt a little bit like that. But I did commit to it. I prayed about it. And I thought, no, I'm going to do it. Uh, I, I want to just do, give my all and try my very best. So I decided I was going to do it. Oh, I'm so glad you did. I'm so glad you did. Um, Me too. We talked earlier um, about going through 2 Corinthians 5.14 and how this passage, this text really speaks to the ministry that we wives um, have or spouses. If it's a husband, um, there are many women who get involved with sexual impurity too. So there, there are husbands that come to this course as well. And um, so it doesn't matter if you're the husband or the wife, um, sin hurts, but... Yes. But there's a way forward. Christ has made a way forward for us, a way that we can help, a way that we can unite with our spouse, right? And yes. so we read in 2 Corinthians 5, 
Um, we'll we'll go uh, use 14 to 19, but I'm just going to read the first couple of verses, and and then we'll talk about that for just a second. It says, "For the love of Christ controls us, because we have compl- concluded this, that one Christ." that one has died for all, therefore all have died. And he died for all, that those who live might no longer live for themselves, but for him who for their sake died and was raised. And this is, this is very much what you were talking about, Diane, because you were saying, um, I didn't want to do it, but I prayed about it and I felt led to do it. Yes. How can you, when you look at 2 Corinthians 5, 14 and 15, what, what connection do you see there with how you responded to your husband's request and, and why you took the course and things like that? I, the connection for me is that um, I think all the threads throughout the course was the cross of Christ. And I, I just kept going back to the cross of Christ and sitting at the cross. And I was sitting very much there in my pain mm-hmm. and very much about me. And I just felt as I sat there before I started the course that, you know, if, 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 God, if, if, if Jesus did this for me and I am forgiven again and again and again every time I sin in my flesh nature, then surely I can do this for my husband and for my marriage. And, and, and you know, and I just kept looking at the cross and each, t- each day you kept taking me back to the cross and to the cross of Christ, and, to, uh, and I was reflecting on that all the time. I, I knew all of that before, but in that moment, in this situation, it was so very real to me. I think that is so true. I, I, I'm so glad that you brought that out. I knew all this before, but in this moment, it became real. Yeah. This is, this is a, a big thing for a lot of us women who and men who come to um, the cross and learn how to wash there because we, many of us grew up in church and perhaps have known Jesus died for my sins. Jesus loves me. These are things we learn when we're very little sometimes. And so it can become almost rote. Yes. But when we take the time to yeah. the cross, it changes for us. And yes. so I think what you were experiencing was the love of Christ controlling you. Right? Yes, I think so. Yes. Yes, yes definitely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because anything, the only thing that will overpower our flesh um, is the spirit of God in us, right? It's the love of Jesus that just controls us. It, it says, hey, you know, you're going to not live for yourself. You're going to live to please me, right? And this is what. Well, um, yeah. yeah, exactly. So, um, okay, well, um, so you got into the course and you began to look to the cross for healing. And, yes. and did you experience that in your life? At what point did it, it really sort of change for you or shift for you? I think because my husband and I are doing these courses in tandem, I started to see changes in him. Mm. And I think it is crucially important that you do it in tandem i know that's not always going to be possible but um because we were doing it in tandem i could see changes in him i could see the commitment in him every day he came home from work and sat down with his laptop and did the course and um and uh, you know i was sort of asking questions of him and still in that place of being not sure of our our marriage and of him and so i was asking questions of him and and um 
and he was answering in, in them really well oh. and I could tell that something had happened you know Jesus had gone right down with him and stayed with him and and and, and I, I just felt that it, it it sort of been filled with the Holy Spirit and he was seeing things in an it with an eternal perspective and not in a worldly perspective and I was really encouraged by that and so therefore my prayers uh, developed because I pray for him daily and I, my prayers developed in in a way in which I was praying for the support of him through the course and uh, not in a place of thinking you've got to do this because you've done wrong you know but but that praying you know God you reveal yourself to him in this course and you know reveal yourself to him and heal him you know I, I didn't think of him him being healed I was just thinking about my own healing you know? Right. And then it shifts. Yeah. Yes. I shifted my focus really off of me. Yeah. And going through the course, it was focused back onto, on, on, onto the cross and onto Jesus, but also then Jesus then turned my face to focus back on my husband and my marriage where it should have been. But Mm. I, I was focusing too much on my pain, my hurt. Right. Well, that's what it's like when we're when we're wounded, right? We the the natural inclination, the natural uh, thing in us to to look at where the out the hurt is, right? To say, oh, yes. that really hurts, and then yes, um, so the, and it becomes supernatural for God yes. to lift our head so that we can behold the cross and remember that not only did Christ die for us, and not only did He rise for us, but we were in Him. It says there in 2 Corinthians 5, all have died. And then those that live no longer live for themselves. So we all died, all believers were in Jesus when he died. We died with him. Then we rose with him as new creations. And then Paul wrote in uh, verse 16, he says, from now on, now that we're alive in Christ, right? Now that we have received new life from Jesus through his death and resurrection. From now on, therefore, we regard no one according to the flesh. Even though we once regarded Christ according to the flesh, we regard him that way no longer. So in, in the beginning, we all, Jesus was a good man, right? He was a teacher, uh, right? But then he died on the cross as the perfect sacrifice he rose again and this yeah. great exchange happened where we yeah. were given his righteousness he took all our sin and yeah. now he's not just a man he's not just a good teacher he's yes. lord and savior yeah right so so it changes now because we we see jesus differently we can look at each other differently. And yes. that's what you were describing. You, you stopped seeing your husband as the problem. That's and right. Started, yeah, and started seeing him as someone who needed healing, just like you yeah. did. Yes, I had compassion for him. And I, I have to say, I didn't have any compassion for him at the start because it was all very new and very raw. And um, it had happened before and before and before. And so, you know, it was... Um, uh, you know, I just felt so much Jesus's compassion for me, his empathy. When I looked at what he suffered in the lead up to the cross and on the cross, I saw his compassion for me. I felt his compassion for me. I felt his empathy for me. And, um, you know, there was nothing that I'd gone through in this that he hasn't suffered before 
before me on the lead up to the cross in his ministry or on the cross and I just thought if he could do that for me surely I can have compassion for my husband amen yeah and for myself you I, yes, exactly. I think that, um, yeah, there's, we're not perfect, right? We have our own sin struggles. We have our own um, weaknesses. So when we start seeing each other, ourselves and our spouse in a way that is um, centered in the gospel, saying that we're all on the level field at the foot of the cross, we all have weaknesses, but in our weaknesses, Christ is shown to be strong, right? We see his strength. So that's where, when we look to the cross together as a couple, it really is so powerful and life-transforming to the marriage, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, well, um, so it goes on in 2 Corinthians, it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. So, Diane, in your marriage, how can you, and in your own life, how are you seeing that the old is gone and the new has come? I think for me beforehand, I knew the, the old had gone and the new has come. In my, uh, I went forward at Billy Graham in 1984. And before that, I'd been brought up as an atheist and in a very bad family background. And, um, and, and I know by looking at my siblings still now, who have all got various addictions and various life problems that I am completely different from them. And the only way I'm completely different is because I have got God in my life and that I have handed my life over to him. And I asked Jesus into my heart when I was 19 years old. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I would be like them. Mm-hmm. That I would be the old, the old family, the old, what I'd been trained and bred and brought up to be. I would be that. And so I saw that beforehand, that I could see that there was something different about me. And that difference was God. And I could see it from being four years old. Mm. Um, and I can't, it would take too long to explain it all, but that's how I feel. Sure. Uh, and I look back on it and, I, and my whole testimony is about that. But in this course, I think that for me, the new has been that we are united, as the course says, the course title says, we weren't united before. We were pulling in all so many different ways ways we didn't even realize we were doing I guess Uh, and um, you know the world was pulling my husband further away from me and my pain was pulling me pushing me further down and so for me what's new about us is that we are first of all we're back in a free chord strand with God which we weren't Mm uh, and and we are united. We're both moving forward. We're looking forward, and we're looking at the cross. Yes, that that's yeah. a huge thing, right? When our focus shifts away from um, ourselves and the world and all the pull, the world, the flesh, and the devil, right? These all conspire yes. against us as individuals, and specifically against Christian marriages. You wrote yes. your testimony. Satan is like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And it's so real, isn't it? He wants to devour Christian marriages. He wants to destroy our testimonies so that, right, we can't go into all the world and preach the gospel because we look just like them. And they're like, well, you've got nothing different. But that's that's not true, right? 
when we look to the cross, we can see that we are transformed from one yes. degree to another into the image of Jesus. And then as, we're, as we are transformed into his image, we're like lights in this dark world. And uh, so it's exciting to hear how God is using you and your husband um, and pulling you together, uniting you, like you said, a cord of three strands is such a beautiful yes. um, imagery, isn't it? To see your, uh, it says all things are held together in Christ, right? And so I always imagine that my husband and I are together and it's like yeah. Christ just is yes. wrapped all around us, right? Holding us. That's up. right. Yes. Right. And when you think of a rope, a rope can't be broken very easily, particularly a, a, a strong rope. And I believe that that's what we've got now, a strong rope. Oh, yeah. And it can't be broken. Praise the Lord. That's so exciting to hear that. Yeah. So he says, we continue in our 2 Corinthians 5 passage, says, all this is from God, who through Christ reconciled, him, reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. Mm. That is, in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them, yeah. and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. And that's, that's what we have, isn't it? How, how in your marriage did you feel like Christ's mes or ministry of reconciliation really manifested itself? I think that I really felt that I wanted to leave. Mm -hmm. And I think that, and I felt that very much as I came into the course, I just kept thinking, answering the questions and saying, I just don't know how I can ever trust my husband again or that and those sort of things. And I, I really felt that I was going to leave, but I didn't want to. And I think that um, for me, as I sat at the foot of the cross and I thought about I thought about Mary, you know, is the mother of Jesus and, and Mary Magdalene and all of that, that sort of scenario and thinking about what Jesus did for us and, for, and, and their situa own situations. And I, and I, I felt that um, uh, I shouldn't be giving up here. I shouldn't give up, you know, and I felt that Jesus didn't give up. He could have given up at any time in the Garden of Gethsemane when he said, can, is there no other way? Can you take this cup from me? And he pleaded. And I just felt that when, when he did that, I thought, no, I, I can't just ask for this cup to be taken away from me and go and seek a divorce. I have to hold the cup for a while and maybe drink it and, and wait and see what God what's going to do through this because there's obviously a testimony in this and we've obviously got something to learn also. Mm -hmm. so, so, you know, that's when I started to change my attitude towards my husband and, and we have come together and what, 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 the, the, the signs I see of that is that we have been intimate in the first time for about six, seven years because that has been non-existent in our marriage and we have been. And so that in itself, it, I see it's a, it's a miracle. It's got to be because it's not out. What can it, else can it be? Right. And um, so that in bringing us together in a marital way, in an intimate way is is my proof that there has been reconciliation and that can only have been through jesus 
Amen. Oh, well, praise the Lord. That I love that. That's such a powerful picture of the healing that the wounds of Jesus has brought to your marriage all the way. It says Jesus saves to the uttermost, right? And this yes. is what you, you've experienced all the way through and through. Every aspect of your marriage has been touched yes. through yeah. the healing of the cross. And that is, praise the Lord. I just want to shout. <laughs> I know it's it's marvelous, isn't it? It's just absolutely wonderful, and I I feel the same. I just want to go to a rooftop and let everyone know, right. because so, so many people must be sat in this and hurting in it, and and I feel so very sorry for them. So mm. I that's my, part of my prayer now daily is for them that mm. more people will find your course and find healing and right. I I um I just want so much for every hurting heart to look to the cross and live, right? Um, in, in Genesis, yes. there's that story of the Israelites and their snake bit, right? And they're dying, yes. they're in agony. And yeah. God says, Moses, tells Moses to put the, the snake on the pole and lift it up. And all they had to do was look and they would live, right? And that's yes. what I feel like. I just want to yeah. uphold Jesus and say, look, because yeah. I know you're in agony. I know your heart. Yes, that's right. I yeah. remember that pain. I know this pain. So, yes. But there's healing. And yeah. that that's a greater message. Not We all can relate to the pain, right? Yes. But the healing is where it's at, right? That's yeah. right. That's right. And it's, it's just, I think, I read something the other day. I can't remember what it was about God's grieving heart and that he was grieving about something i can't remember what what it was it's not coming to my mind but nonetheless i've always said what grieves god's heart grieves my heart and i will i i've got a a pray for all the people that we know that are not saved every day mm. and um uh even people that workmen that come to the house and fit to the kitchen, I've got their names on there and their families' names. I've talked to them over a coffee, and 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 it's a real passion for me to pray for people that are lost. But uh, but even people that are not lost and that are Christians and in this situation, they're still lost, like I was at the beginning of the course, right. because I was lost. I was lost in my pain. I was lost in the what was going off in my marriage and, and my hurt and pain and the betrayal and I didn't I w so it was obscuring the cross mm -hmm. it was obscuring my relationship with God and 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 and, and, and looking to Jesus and, and and me responding to the Holy Spirit and so I was lost too and I feel that you can be lost and be sat in a church even right. and so therefore uh, my passion now is to pray for the people that are in this situation which I wasn't doing before mm -hmm. so that's part of my daily prayers also yeah that's beautiful well as we come to a close uh Diane um I, I just want to ask you um to speak a word of encouragement to wives who are or spouses and general husbands even who might be listening to this uh interview right now this uh, where you're sharing your testimony and sharing the power of the cross, what would you say to them to encourage them uh, toward healing? I, one of the things that I would say has been a big thing for me is to think about my marriage vows and to go back to that day when we were so much in love and we made those vows in the sight of God 
and we meant them. And I've gone back to that, that, but I've also gone back to my own personal vows to God and, and, and my own personal relationship with God and, and, and his promises to me, his vows to me and his word. And, and I, I just think there's nothing that God cannot do. There's, there's nothing that he cannot do, no matter how much pain you're in, and there is great pain in this, but no matter how much pain you're in how, how, and what it's done to you and how it's affecting you or how it's affecting your marriage or, how, or what your husband has done or what you have done, I, there is nothing that God can't do. And there's nothing that Jesus hasn't gone through before us and experienced for us that we can't look to God's word and find these examples throughout Christ's ministry and throughout his, the lead up to the cross and on the cross, there is nothing that he didn't do from forgiving the, 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 the thief at the side of him to making sure that his mum was okay and looked after after he died to, to all of that. If you look at that and you look to the cross, then there is healing to be found and, and you can be free. Mm, yeah that's what yeah. i would say and i would just say love your husband like god loves you it, it, and, and and forgive him like god's forgiven you that's what i would say right right that's what we want to do right we've been forgiven so much yes and, that's and right we're not gonna withhold forgiveness from someone no. after no. receiving this abundant abundant forgiveness that's beautiful yeah. Well, I'm so thankful that God brought you and your husband to a place where you could see the cross and your heart could be healed and your marriage mended. And now yes. you're a united front in Jesus. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> exactly. Well, thank you so much, Diane, for sharing with me today. And I look forward to hearing more from you as the, as time goes by. I know you talked about possibly yeah. going on to the mentorship course. Yeah, and yeah we'll do about that. Good. Yeah. Well, yeah. take care and thank you so much for your ministry before you go. I just think it's a wonderful thing. It's really gospel led and spirit led. I can see that and uh, and I would recommend it to anybody. And I just want to thank you because in what you've been through and what your husband's been through, you know, this couldn't have been easy. And, and, and these things are not easy for you, I guess. Listening to everybody else's pain and reading everybody else's pain and I appreciate that so I commit to praying for you both and for your ministry every day Thank as you. part of my prayers Thank you so much This has been a podcast of Setting Captives Free For more information or to enroll in free interactive courses on finding freedom please go to settingcaptivesfree.com Tune in next time for more truth that sets captives free.